Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful David Waldron. David, are you ready to do this? I am ready, George. Thanks for inviting me to Savage Nation. Yeah, let's let us let us do this. David is a self-improvement author. He's inspiring people to take control and achieve their dreams. His newest book is Build Wealth with Common Stocks. I'm excited to have you on. David, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, my personal life right now is COVID-19 self-quarantine. Hmm. Beyond that... My beautiful wife, Susan, and I live in historic South Central Pennsylvania. We both grew up in uh, New Jersey suburbs, the most fantastic fantastic city in the world, New York. My previous career as a campus president in post-secondary education took us first to a brief stopover in Fairfield, Connecticut, and then on to Providence, Rhode Island, where we lived for almost 20 years. That also included a two-year commute to Back Bay, Boston. After stepping down from education administration, I deferred to Susan the task of picking any place to settle for our pre-retirement and ultimately retirement years, her pitch-perfect intuitive wisdom chose the beautiful college town of Carlisle, Pennsylvania, where I'm speaking from right now. After dabbling in education consulting as well as expert advisory work for Wall Street buy-side and sell-side analysts, I'm now a full-time author of self-improvement books, including, as you mentioned, George, my latest book, Bill With, With Common Stocks, set for release on hardcover worldwide on January 19th. My previous books include Hire, Train, Monitor, Motivate, which was written for career builders, the 10 Domains of Effective Goal Setting Dedicated to Goal Achievers, and A Great Place to Learn and Earn, my professional memoir for career training-focused educators. My mission as an author is to produce engaging print, online, and audio books on self-improvement that benefit the reader or listener seeking to take control and achieve the financial, professional, and personal goals that matter most in their life. My mission as an individual investor is to maintain a long-term investment horizon, buying slices of quality dividend-paying companies at reasonable prices, and holding the investment for as long as the company remains wonderful, including forever. I wrote Bill Wealth of Common Stocks, which is subtitled Market-Beating Strategies for the Individual Investor, as a means to facilitate a community of thoughtful, disciplined, and patient everyday investors who are passionate about learning, practicing, and sharing the art and science of building wealth from the magic of compounding protected by a wide margin of safety. I was fortunate to build a family portfolio that has outperformed the S&P 500 based on average per holding for 11 years running by merely buying and holding the common shares of U.S. exchange-traded, dividend-paying, well-managed, financially sound businesses that produce easy-to-understand products or services, have enduring competitive advantages from wide economic moats, for example, enjoy steady free cash flow, and are trading at a discount to what I perceive as the intrinsic value at the time of purchase. Then of utmost importance, and perhaps the biggest challenge, I practice patience in waiting for the investment thesis to play out as projected over a long-term horizon. In other words, my approach, which is the theme of the book, is to give your portfolio a symbolic kiss. K-I-S-S, keep investing super simple. Because let's face it, as an individual investors on Main Street with limited capital, there's a far greater chance of getting rich slow than getting rich fast. And let's face it, getting rich slowly is better than not at all, George. That is better to get rich slowly than not at all, for sure. Nice. 
Well, I, I certainly appreciate everything you said, particularly, well, th- there's there's a lot of stuff in there that I think is really, really cool. Who says you can't outperform the S&P, David? You've been doing it for, for 11 years in a row, so congratulations on that. And, you. Uh, you know, it sounds like you've spent a, a career in education, um, so I, I also appreciate that. In terms of writing, um, I... I, I I was curious about your your research for the newest book, uh, but then you told me that that you've been actively investing and 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 had success there. What 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 was it that that motivated you to to focus your efforts on on this topic on building wealth with with common stocks? Well, I actually did it. You know, I originally just did it for you know for our family portfolio. The focus was you know I, I I'm pretty much a self directed kind of individual. Like, mm-hmm do things on my own, you know, learn from others and then, and then try to do it myself kind of approach. And, uh, so I actually, you know, as part of my career, go to my day job and then, you know, in my spare time, I, I manage the investments. And, uh, you know, as I write in the book, George, um, you know, a lot of trial and error, a lot of failures, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, missing the S and P 500, but Mm -hmm. eventually, you know, I kind of figured out, uh, with an approach to value investing mostly, um, and patience and discipline, um, and was able to put together a winning portfolio. And then eventually, since I was writing books anyway, I was trying to think what's, you know, a good topic from an next book. And I'm a believer and you write what you know. Mm-hmm. So I figured after 20 years of investing, I'd say nine years of failing and the last 11 years, uh, <laughs> be more on the winning side. I said, this might be a good topic. So uh, here we are. Yeah. Well, that, that certainly all, all, all does make sense. Have, have, have you always been curious about the markets? Yes, probably going back to, uh, I would say, late 90s, you know, just before the uh, dot-com crash. Good timing there, right? Um, but that's probably when I first got interested, right around maybe the turn of the century is when I started really getting uh, serious about learning how to invest. Of all the ways to describe going from 1999 to 2000, I don't know that I use the term the turn of the century quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to 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 start incorporating that. All right, so so twenty years, uh, nine years of trial and error, uh, and then 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 a eleven years of of enjoying more success. Your your investment hypothesis, your um your your your, your approach. You you describe several factors from value investing to 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 the large moat. How did you come to uh, to sort of finalize that, or 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 is it finalized? Well, right now it's finalized. I mean, you know, we always have to be learning and, and improving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say uh, probably the, the way to answer that question would be Warren Buffett, Benjamin Graham, Howard Marks. You know, I learned I learned from what I perceive as the best investors out there and uh, learned that value investing, you know, as much as it's been out of favor lately in the media anyway, um, is the only investment approach that's worked for me. So if it works for me, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And then the kiss, the keep investing super simple. Um, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I, I had worked in my career. I had worked with, um, sell side and buy side analysts that would visit my campuses and uh, I would have to host them and, you know, entertain them for the day. But of course, everything we told them was what was prescribed by the corporate executives. Um, but I guess they were there to kick the tires and, and do, do what they had to do to make, to make the investment decisions. Um, but what I learned from that experience, um, as much as I enjoyed the company involved and they're a great, great group of folks, 
Um, but also my in learning about investing is it's it's just it's just too damn complicated, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, sometimes I guess the skeptic in me says, you know, Wall Street makes it complicated in order, in order to justify all those fees mm-hmm. and commissions. Um, but it doesn't have to be complicated. I really believe investing at, at, at its root is a simple, common sense um, exercise. Yeah, I think that the skeptic in me also thinks that a lot of the time that uh, that, that the complexity is there. And it's one of my favorite quotes from Daniel Kahneman saying that this is an entire industry built on the illusion of skill referring to Wall Street. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly my point. That's right, George. Uh, so, uh, yep. uh, so is it is, is, is it a matter of once you sort of, for lack of a better term, are able to pull the curtain back, and I imagine that that's probably what you're attempting to do or have done with the book and say, here are some simple tools to help you understand what if you approach it correctly, can be a pretty simple activity, which is investing. Yes. I mean, you know, the, the book focuses on do-it-yourself, you mm-hmm. know, self-directed investing. However, I also appreciate the fact that many, many readers, and I'm sure many of your listeners, are um, also using financial advisors, which is fine. Um, some people, it's a combination of both. Some of us, we have a family member that's managing our money, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to make sure, you know, my, I guess the goal of my book is to make sure we have at least an understanding of what the financial managers, the financial advisors or the family members are doing with our hard-earned money uh, to have that understanding so we can, you know, engage with them and monitor them, you know, so to speak, um, and be confident that our money is being managed well. And if we take the do-it-yourself route, the book obviously focuses on that about, um, you know, how the long-term focus is probably the best way to go for most of us. What a great thing to be able to do for somebody to either what either way you just described. Um, if in fact you are working with somebody, a financial advisor or a financial person or somebody in your family who's helping you, to be able to to trust but verify by just making them dangerous enough to be able to understand and maybe ask the right questions, just because you want to be in that position versus just blindly you know doing what somebody is 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 is, is suggesting. Or to empower them to be able to, uh, to 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 do it on their own. I think that you know that if if when when the book does accomplish that, that's a, a wonderful service that 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 you provided people. Thank you very much. Yes, that's the, that is the goal. How long did it take you to uh, from from sort of soup to nuts on here's what I want to do and 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 the physical book was actually in your hands? Well, I would say. Uh, as of today, since the book's not released until January, so I'm mm. still actually doing the final proofread because um, they have that opportunity right before it releases. Mm-hmm. Um, so January will be a year and a half from when I started writing the book. Nice. So right now we're approaching the 18-month mark. That's, that's kind writing, of Writing, editing, you know, yeah. re- researching, writing, editing, uh, proofreading, designing the cover, designing the interior, publishing, promoting. Uh, so far, it's been an 18-month, uh, almost full-time exercise. That's kind of a dangerous time, I would imagine, having never written a book before, that uh, the opportunity to, to, to do a, I don't know if you said proofread, before the uh, the final uh, product is done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, print, print, yeah, print on demand today. You can do, you can change a book any moment you want. It's kind of getting, it's getting interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now we're in final proofreading in advance of the of the book releasing on January nineteenth. 
Okay, fair enough. And like, do you do you, are, are 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 you happy with everything, or are, are you going back and second guessing? I guess I I I I I just wouldn't want to get in my head too much. Yeah, it's easy to second guess when we assess our own work, right, George? Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think uh, <laughs> I, I just kind of you know slap myself and pinch myself at the same time and say, mm-hmm. you know what? It is what it is. And you go with it. And we've had some good success before. Our Publishers Weekly uh, named it uh, Best First Lines of a Book for November of 2020, or one of the best first lines, I should say. So we were pretty excited about that. Um, the first, first line of the book is actually the one about um, being an informed investor. Better to get rich slow than fast. Mm-hmm. It's the first line of the first uh, chapter of the book, and Publishers Weekly recognized it, which we were very excited about. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that uh, that's everything you just described is is so in line with 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 what I'm trying to do for people as well. Just to, just to kind of make them dangerous and, and put them in a position to be successful. So so I I, I I appreciate that. While I've got you, David, I'm I'm fascinated by on by the world of academia and just kind of get your take on everything that's 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 going on with COVID. Yeah, as far as a as far as higher education, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's it's that's a that's a tough call right now. I guess you have you know two two sides of the opinion on that one. Um, I know Dickinson College, which is our local college here in Carlisle. They've uh, they've been shut down. They're doing online only. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, I think they're still deciding whether they're going to open in January or not. But it's it's been quiet. You know, when you live in a college town, uh, it's usually only quiet in the summer. But here it's been quiet in the fall, which is very, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in, you know, we, we got to fix this and, and, and get it done. And, uh, you know, we could always get educated, but you can't get educated if you're not alive. Right, George? That's, so, <laughs> yes. so we need, we need, we need to take care of, take care of that first. And then we can all get back to school, back to work or whatever, whatever our focus is. Fair enough. Uh, and in, in terms of, in, in, in terms of just, remote learning and I, I, I assume that there's a, a whole a whole industry called called edge tech or, or education technology or something like that um, do you have, have feelings thoughts on online education just be even even pre-covid uh, versus the traditional delivery of education yeah yeah I've been involved in both and I, and I wrote about it in my first book which was on a post-secondary education and you know I think it's you know, when it comes to, you know, when you're on the inside of education, I think you, 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 you very, and I think students could probably say this too. It's, it's very easy to recognize, you know, which courses or skills or subject matter can be done online and which ones can only be done on campus. Mm-hmm. And some could be done, could be a combination of both. Um, you know, if I go to chef school, do I want to do my entire education online? Probably not. I'm not sure about that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but some things, you know, a philosophy course or whatever, you could probably do that at home. So I think, I think we've been moving towards and are probably getting to the point where everybody's just going to accept that there's a combination of online and on ground, and just just find that magical mix, and and everybody's going to learn well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it should be an interesting, uh, interesting 2021, David, for uh, for probably every aspect of life. So I appreciate that. Well, David. Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right. So let's see. Difference-making tip. I got a couple of it's okay. Let's go. 
Uh, I would say, number one, patience is the scarcest and thereby the most valuable commodity available to the retail-level investor. Stop trading in and out of faceless stocks and start investing in quality companies for the long haul. So whether investing in individual stocks, index ETFs, or actively managed mutual funds, practice patience in allowing the company, fund manager, or financial planner to achieve your goals over a long-term period, as we've been talking about. Um, in the book, I paraphrase baseball legend Yogi Berra, investing is 90% half common sense. <laughs> the other half is patience and discipline. Uh, and George, like I said, if I could add uh, one more tip for Savage Nation, it would be is to equal weight a stock or ETF account. And I really emphasize this heavily in the book. Equal weight your stocks or ETFs by having the same dollar amount invested in each holding in the portfolio and thus eliminating conscious or subconscious bias from trying to predict which holdings will best perform over time. And I think we're all guilty that, hey, this stock's Apple's going to do better than Microsoft and this and that. But we're, do we really know what's going to happen in the future? I don't think we do. We don't know until we know. So I believe equal weighting my portfolio of the common stocks of quality companies purchased at value prices is the primary reason the basket has outperformed the market since 2009. Well, I think that those are great stuff that definitely gets Come on. Come on. David, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and where can they pick up a copy of Build Wealth with Common Stocks? Well, I appreciate that, George. Well, you can access my uh, secure author website at https double slash davidjwaldron.com. That's davidjwaldron, W-A-L-D-R-O-N.com. If interested li listeners can access the model portfolio, which is used as the book's case study, with my compliments by joining my member email list on my website. Uh, for a limited time, too, membership also entitles a reader to download an advanced review copy of the book on or before January 18th. So if anybody likes free stuff like me, there's an opportunity there for a free book. So Harry Harry, as they say in the advertising business. As far as social media, I, could, I tweet aimlessly on Twitter <laughs> at David J. Waldron. My career, for better or worse, is for all to see on LinkedIn at David J. Waldron. Uh, Savage Nation can also connect with me on StockTwits, Pinterest, Goodreads, Seeking Alpha, uh, and Talk Markets. Each each case, just search David J. Waldron. And if I may, for listeners interested in checking out Bill Wolf Common Stocks, you can get a pretty good synopsis of the book on my website by clicking the Personal Finance tab. There, without online bookseller sales pressure, you can check out the cover, book description, access free excerpts uh, of, of whole chapters, actually. And to further intrigue, you can click on my author page at Amazon Central, or booksellers such as Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, or Bookshop to read advanced reader reviews and pre-order a hardcover edition if so inclined. Plus, the ebook, audiobook, and paperback formats will be following in early to mid-2021. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show David your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to davidjwaldron.com. Download the book, download the modern portfolio, um, follow him on social media. I'll list all of that in the notes of the show. Thanks again, David. Thanks for having me. I'm Money Savage, George. It was an honor. I appreciate and respect the awesome work you are doing. Most importantly, stay well. Happy New Year to you and Savage Nation. Likewise, sir. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money. 
getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.